up, cool safe chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Alright, what's up, guys? Hey girl, hi. So this episode is about ghost hunting. How do you guys ghost what? hunt? I'm just joking. <laughs> you should see everybody's face. Like, 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 oh, like, 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 shut it out. I was like, you were mad. I was like, you were mad. I was like, you were mad. I was like, Hunting. I was like, did she just switch up the title? Okay, I get it. Girl, I was about to get that oil. The The power of Christ compels (laughs) Holy Spirit, activate. See, that's a shame. That's a shame. (laughs) I was just joking. I was just joking. (laughs) We was joking. I I see y'all was ready. Y'all weren't playing no games. That's that table energy. Hee hee hell. No hee hee hell. That's what your mama say when you think something funny. Right. And she like, I'm not playing with you. Okay. That's not funny. Oh lord. Oh child. Okay. Let's compose ourselves. Right. Okay. So what this episode is really about. It's about ghosting. And by ghosting, we mean when you disappear because something is happening in your life that you don't want your community to know about. Now, with Christians, this usually happens in one of two cases. Either you are going through a very rough time. And by rough time, I mean your money funny, your your job, your something. All the above. All the above. Something ain't happening right in your life and you just in a corner crying you don't want to talk to nobody in the other instance that's that's when you said so when you said because you're going through something the other instance is when you happy because you didn't got you a little man mm-hmm. and that man is taking up your time and you've ghosted all of your friends your church family probably god too i guess i don't know i guess it depends on what kind of man it is but that's what we want to talk about today so i guess the first question i'll start with is have you ever ghosted someone denisa you answered. Right. No, I, absolutely. I, that was my MO for, and my whole young adult ministry knew. It, it was so sad to the point where everybody was like, okay, well, we know she's going what through something. <laughs> we don't know what it is. Hey, we're just checking on you. <laughs> it was really bad to the point where my friend literally called my job. I had another friend call my brother. My brother was like, hey, I don't know what's going on, but you, you need to reach out to them. <laughs> were they calling you first and you just weren't answering? Yeah, I was depressed. Like she would not answer. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't answer. I was off of social media. I literally went ghost. I became a ghost essentially. And um, it was just like you said. Everything was like crashing. I felt it was. It was like a situation where and I'm gonna say this, and you know that R. Kelly when he was doing an interview, he was like, "I'm fighting for my life." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I literally was like, "Lord, this is L after L." Can I get one? Can I get a W for William Jesus? Can I get a W? And there were no W's to be found anywhere. Oh my goodness! At all. But it was also like uh, one of the best times spiritually for me. Mm. Um, and I say that well, kind of. I'll, I'll explain better. It was the best time spiritually for me because I did not realize that I had created idols and things that I had put my trust in other mm-hmm, than mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. because I was a Christian. No, I, I know how to speak in tongues. I pray. I know how to do all these things. Uh, but what I didn't take into account is 
how much different the fight is when you are around a community of people that are fighting with you. Mm-hmm. So in times past, I I had to fight by myself. I was the the one friend that did pray. I did go to church that everybody would go to. So I did not realize the strength of what I had around me mm-hmm. at the time or how to tap into that or the vulnerability to be like, y'all, this is what I'm going through. Yeah, It was a lot. A lot. I feel like sometimes in the church, there's like this stigma around saying like, I'm going through this without fear of like judgment or fear that, you know, people will look down on you or feel a certain way. It's almost like a a shame or a guilt Mm -hmm. that keeps you from saying, hey, guys, I'm going through X, Y and Z. So, I mean, but I get it. I definitely get it. (sighs) Hmm. I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I think on the flip side, I know for me, I'll be completely honest, um, in times that I've gone through certain things, I won't ghost. I'll still show up because sometimes you have no option to, (laughs) but to show up, but I wouldn't, I would be silent because, um, uh, I remember us, uh, talking to someone about a situation that we were going through and I felt like after, they had made some comments, not directly about us, but like generally about like, well, you know, if you just had your stuff together, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I will never say anything to them ever again because mm-hmm. it they 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 came off very judgmental mm-hmm. just to anybody. Because I'm like, life can happen. Yeah. You never know what's happening. Um, people have ups and downs, things happen. So um I felt like the comments that they made after but they, they, like I said, they weren't necessarily directing it towards us. They were making a general blanket statement, but it came off very judgmental because I was like, but that time when I was going through something, are you saying that I was irresponsible or I did this or I did that? So for me, I'll be honest, I can be very guarded when it comes to I guess letting people like I letting think maybe in. I ghost emotionally mm. like emotionally oh, that is good. Good. Yeah. like I'm emotionally guarded on like sharing different <clears throat> things about me but physically I show up and I'm not faking it it's just that mentally and emotionally you aren't there yeah I yeah. just I I'm very cautious because I'm nervous about what you just, gonna do with it yeah like how what people do with certain information or whatever and I'm like you know, I just really want you to just pray for me, you know? Yeah. So, and I get a prayer. Yeah. 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 Um, so I guess I was that second part that Sade was talking about. Uh, I had a piece of a man. And not uh, a piece of a man. Yeah, he wasn't a full eight count. He was one nugget. You know what? <laughs> I, I don't know this man. Sorry to this man. Right. Sorry to this man. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I had I had a piece of a man and I uh, <laughs> look. I said what I said. <laughs> I I did ghost. I ghosted um, my friends, my community. Mm-hmm. Um, we was going to church, but we were sitting really in the shadows. I sit in the shadows, <laughs> but we were in the shadow, like in the shadows. Okay. Mm. <laughs> um, one time he tried to come to the light, and I was like, "What you doing? <laughs> Can't be seen." <laughs> <laughs> Poor man. <laughs> Sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. But no, no. Oh my, I, my reason behind it was to your point. I just wasn't doing what I was supposed to do at that time. I wasn't like he wasn't the guy that 
clearly by him, me sitting him in the shadows, he was not the guy that I was supposed to be with, but he was fun. So I just thought <laughs> at that moment, I was like, okay, um, lesson learned, definitely a lesson learned in that process. Um, and I tell myself too, that whenever that time comes again, I want to be the complete opposite of that like I want it to be so like in your face not in like a negative way but I want my friends to assess him I want my friends to be like mm. preferably I pray they don't be like mm. but you know I want them to look at him and say this, this is how I feel and not only um just my friends but my family too because I crazy thing was I ghosted him with my family too I did not allow my family in to to get to know this person as well so um, just a lot of lessons that I learned in that process. Uh, I think I did myself a disservice, you know, in trying to hide what I was doing at that moment. I did myself a disservice because I think I could have saved a lot of time by allowing, you know, people who were close to me and cared for me and my community who invested in me, you know, your friend group investing in you in, in a way. So um, I did a disservice to myself by not allowing that to happen. So that was that was pretty much my ghost story. Yeah, now I got the Holy Ghost. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> no Ghostbusters. We ain't no looking for I don't really have a ghosting story, I don't think. I don't think that I disappear when things get hard. I think in relationships I used to ghost, but that's not what this episode is about. So I will say I feel like I'm similar to Ayana in that if I'm ghosting, it's a mental and emotional thing where I'm going to show up and physically be there, but I'm kind of mentally and emotionally checked out. Mm. So I ghost, but in a different way, for sure. And to Ayanna's point, I feel like there are just some things that I can't not show up to. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I guess the next question, though, in terms of ghosting is how did you come out of that? Because I know what Denise said, she was saying like she was in that space and then she got to the point where she was like, well, you know what? I got community. We could fight together. How did you turn that corner? Especially for listeners who are like, I just can't show up and be present and be going through all of the things that I'm going through. Like, what was it that caused you to say, let me have a different type of attack for these type of situations? I honestly can't answer that because I didn't show up while I was still going through it. Mm. I didn't come back around until, mm. you know, God, we had it worked itself out or God had you know, did what I needed him to do. I will say the second time around is when I engaged my community. But that was after the revelation of what I stated earlier, where I realized, like, we used the scripture on the podcast before, like, the enemy literally walks around like a lion, seeking who he can devour. I was actually having this conversation with my mom last night. If you are by yourself, there's no questions asked. You know, you can't watch your front and your back at the same time. He can devour you. That's so crazy. You know? I, you're reminding me of me and Zoe's favorite show. It's called Animal on Netflix. I, mean, and I had to think about it. Hey, Zoe, her dog. <laughs> it is. But Zoe loves watching TV. Don't do that to Zoe. <laughs> Zoe part human. I've said that she time does. and time again. Zoe will sit there and watch full-blown episodes. And then when the episode go off, look back at me like, we're going to watch another one? <laughs> um, but what you brought up, Denise, was so important in terms of like the lion seeking whom he may desire. De who he may. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. It's all good. Thank you, Lauren. Um... But, like, even in those shows when you see lions hunting, it's literally like they're like, we're going to pick off the weakest one that's by itself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when lions are seeking who they can devour or attack, when you have, like, a herd that's sticking together and there are people who are in there, the animals that are staying closest to each other and running together they're in the, the pack, they're the safest. Yeah. It's the one that gets, like, tripped up and ends up out on the outskirts by themselves. Mm. 
that ends up being the one that gets eaten mm-hmm. or the babe you know they mm, you know the target child. the small ones and in that situation god had revealed to me that i had become a babe in christ mm. like we always like oh i've been saved for this many years and i've been saved but spiritually i was not growing because i had a deaf ear you know you, you get to a point where you're doing routine things and but spiritually i was dying you know, because I wasn't applying what I was listening to because I was too busy, distracted and focused on all these other areas when literally if had I just applied, what, especially what pastor was saying right before, mm-hmm. it was almost like he's he had these messages right before for me to, you know what I mean, conquer what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. But instead it was like, OK, yeah, I know this in one ear out the other. You really don't sense you need to humble yourself. You do not know what you mm. think, you know, you need to spend more time in your word and more time with the Holy Spirit. And I felt like. That's what caused the shame for me because it was like, dang. And I, when I look back through my notes and I look, I'm like, dang, you had already, you gave me this. This is what you were saying. I, you were preparing me for this. But I was too busy in my my own self or my own flesh to not, you know, to not apply what I was hearing. And because I didn't apply, I wasn't in a space to really spiritually, you know, fight. I think my answer is, uh, I kind of stated it earlier. He kept trying to be more visual and I was like, what are you doing? Like, no, I don't, I don't want you. I don't want people to meet you pretty much at that moment. Right. It was cold, but I felt, I, I started to ask myself why, Mm -hmm. like, why don't you want people to meet, you know, him or whatever. And in that instance, I realized it was because there were some things that I had found myself doing that I was embarrassed. And I felt like in that instance where people would meet him, I would have to face that. Like I would have to face the decisions that I made concerning the relationship or concerning myself. And to me, I just didn't want to face that at that moment. Um, I came out of that ultimately is because I got tired. <laughs> I got tired of running from truth. I got tired of trying to hide things because when you're hi- hiding things, it's like, you know, it's a terrible place to be in because a lot of times either when you hide stuff, you lose it, mm-hmm. meaning you forget where you put it. <laughs> and and sometimes, like I said, that's integrity. Like you forget, like, sis, you got integrity. Like, don't do that. Um, or like, you know, when you're hiding things, it's like ultimately you're lying to yourself, you know. And so I just I got tired of doing that. I knew I deserved more. I knew that God wanted more for me. And one day I was just ready to face it. I was just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not doing this no more. And I heard Michael Todd say this once. And um, I have it has blessed my heart because um, it has just been something I have literally taken and placed it in my heart and I have not turned from it since. Um, he was saying anytime you're you're faced with um, things that involves relationships and you know you know you're not doing the right thing, he said you have to literally flee from sin. Like you got to run from it. You can't you can't jog, you can't <laughs> like skip, you know, you can't look back and be like that's oh, true. You know, do I wanna do I do not <laughs> Like, literally, you got to flee. You got to put on some Nikes, some Adidas, you know, and strap them things up and take and take off. And so, literally, that's what I did. And I was so abrupt with it. Like, I was cutting not only, you know, him, but I cut all guys, literally all guys that I had some level of communication with where I knew if I wanted to, I could. I cut all of them off because I was like, I don't even want I don't even want to be tempted, you know, to do it. 
Um, so literally, you know, boys ain't the only one with a little black book. My little black book got burnt. So I just, I literally took all of it and just gave it away, gave it to God. I was like, I don't want it no more. And God literally started dealing with me. Like I began to have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Like he became that person for me. And in that I found so much wholeness and I found and investigated, um, so many new levels of me like that I had never seen or given myself the opportunity to see. And for me, you know, I'm I'm still in it because I'm not married or anything, but right. it's been such an amazing experience. Now I'm to the point where I'm like, I don't know if I really want nothing else because I'm good. Right. Like, God, I'm so good where I'm at right now. I am so like so good. And um I think God is now starting to give me new want to. He's like, nah, you're enjoying it just a little bit too much, you know? Because I'm now I'm like, I ain't really trying. I got to go on no date. What date? I'm good. I date oh myself, God. you know? But seriously, I mean, that's just my attitude now where I'm like, if you ain't going to bring me peace, I don't I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And if it looked like it's even a speckle of confusion. Go Not on, a babe. speckle. A speckle. Okay? Like a little mustard seed, honey. Go ahead now. I'm going to send you on your way. Yeah, she just flicked the invisible <laughs> mustard seed that was in her hand. <laughs> what in the world? Go away. Because I just, I'm literally in a whole place. I'm so good where I'm at right now. And I think I would not have done that if I didn't give God, give it all to him. Like, not parts of it, mm-hmm. but I had to give it all and be okay in it. Right. Like, give it all and take off running. So I love that you said it because you articulated what I couldn't when I said it was the best time spiritually for me. Like he literally dug up and uprooted and just, you know, just completely abruptly just changed my world spiritually and how I viewed our relationship. I always view myself as a strong person, right? Not a strong black woman. I'm tired of that title. I don't Mm -hmm. need it, but a strong person in general. And so I learned in that situation how to exchange my weakness for his strength. You know, for me, it was like, I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. And he, he let me take it all. He was like, okay, you could do it. Let's see. And he showed me, I absolutely cannot. I can't, I'm not built for it. And now there's such a comfort and, um, just spiritually, just an ease where it's like, okay, God, I really can't, I need, this is for you. And I'm gonna do what I can here. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm gonna do that. But all this, I can't, I can't, Mm -hmm. I cannot do it. And I actually think we had recorded a episode a few weeks back where I said, uh, I gave an example of that. I had a conversation with my leadership team and my boss and I was like, I can't do this. And I think it trickled over from spiritually me being Mm -hmm. like, look, you know what, Lord, this is how this is. I can't handle this. Now, whenever in a situation, I know that this is the expectation. Is this what you need me to do? But realistically, I'm going to do what I can. And this is what I can do. If you give me more resources, if you give me more time, we can make some shake. But if you needed me to do this, I am not going to lie to you. That cannot get done. I need more teammates. You know what I mean? Like just the ease in yeah. the conversation. Yeah. And not being afraid to say, right. I need more. I need, I need help. Yeah. That part. Help me. Father. That part yeah. <laughs> on both ends. I love that you express that in the physical sense, as well as in the spiritual sense. Like, I think that that was amazing. But what I'm hearing overall is that ghosting is a good thing because that's what I'm gathering from this conversation. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it's a good thing. Because it was like an end result. My ghosting was a... I mean, but I'm wondering, like, do you guys think you could have gotten what you got if you had not ghosted? I could have gotten better. Right. I don't think you had to get to that point. Yeah. I think God had so much better for me in that moment. And I robbed myself. Like, I've even shared with you all, you know, prior to me embracing that relationship, 
just the way God talked to me was so audible. Like I can be sitting here and I would hear him. Now it's more or less like he be whispering. I'd be like, I think that I that's him. You know, but I miss being able to just sit here and God be like, yo, check that out. Da, 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 da. And it, it it would be weird sometimes because I would literally hear God say things before they happen. And like I said, I asked God for that gift back, but it's just so much different. And I think had I just not, you know, put yourself in that situation. Yeah. Okay, one off real quick. I don't, I don't want to go. Don't landmark that. I yeah, yeah, I agree with I agree with Ayana. My mother and I were having a conversation last night because both of we have all had the conversation about dreams and visions. We were talking about our dreams. She dreams as well. And there was a certain space where like spiritually being attacked in your dreams, where it is a nightmare or it's something that you just feel so much fear, anxiety. You just feel so much where it's like, I don't even want another dream. I'm good. And I, man, my mother were having a conversation. I had the revelation of how the enemy will come for that, and because you're, he, God does speak to you so clearly, right, and so good. But because you were in a space where you really didn't want to hear from him, you yeah. say he wasn't talking to you, but you did not want to hear from him because you didn't, you knew that wasn't a situation you put yourself. It's in. It's almost like it's like I don't want to hear the correction, right? So <laughs> I don't want to hear anything. See, see, so it's I not that he was not talking to you. It's, okay. You put yourself in a space where it was like, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear. I'm yeah. gonna just, I'm good. Yeah. So now in your mind, it's like, oh, I've, thank you, uh, Denise. You know, like, but my mother was just talking about this last night. Yeah. We were just talking about that last night. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm like, I want to hear from you. He might talk to you too, sis. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And it's quiet, but he's still talking. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know what? I think now what's more beautiful is not only is he speaking, but I feel him. Mm. right the presence right yeah. it's the presence or if i if it's if it's not him visiting me i know how to knock on the door i know how to get myself because like to your point when i was going through that ghosting experience it was it was me um being a baby in christ like you said that like it was me still very much taking the baby food like going to church mm, what is the pastor preaching what is the pastor feeding me but it's like now I'm to the point where I literally thirst for God so much. I feel myself when I'm in a deficiency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I have your a own beautiful relationship place. with yeah. 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 I And it's like, to your point, it is a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm going to use us for an example. There can be, I use today for an example. Before um, we decided to record today, we all were on the Zoom or whatever. And we had just recorded. Sade says, hey, guys, I want us to record in person. Like in that moment, you're saying, I love that we're still able to communicate in an audible sense, but I want to feel you guys. I want to hug you guys. I want to be in the same room with you guys. And we like, yo, let's make it happen. You know? And so I think it there is something beautiful about a relationship, not only being able to speak to one another, but to feel one another. Like when, yeah. in all truth and transparency, when we're in the room. Um, yeah. Like shout out to Table Hamilton. energy. No, like shout out to Hamilton, the play. You got to be in the room where it happens. Like mm-hmm. when you're in the room, when it happens, mm-hmm. it's like you really, it's the it's experience. Different. Yeah. The experience is different. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also interesting. Like when you feel the presence it's different because you can catch the vibe of what's really happening. And that thing will jump. Because, yeah. like, you can have the presence and I could just be chilling. And God be like, oh, I want to get, I wanted to hop on you too. Like, yeah. we, oh, my God. I'm sorry. But the last time we all went to, <laughs> sorry. The last time we all went to church. Remember that day? Yes. Oh, yeah. I do yes. remember that. That's yes. what legit happened. Yeah. Like, it was so I think beautiful. I was at home, but I, I felt yeah, it too. yeah. 
We had talked about yeah, it. Yeah, it was like we literally, because we were texting in between service. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was wild. Yeah. It was like we was just sitting there. I don't, I think you got full first. Then that's when I know. It trickled. Janissa got yeah. fooled. I felt me. I did that little gospel jerk when you, you know. <laughs> I got fooled. Yeah. I'm crying, speaking yeah. in tongues. It was, it was just such a beautiful moment. <laughs> then that's when I know the whole church yeah. is like yeah. a wreck. A wreck. wreck. It was like, so it was so good that Sunday. I remember that Sunday. We were literally home and we were a wreck in the room, like, wow, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But that's funny. That actually reminded me of uh even up to this morning, I was um, you know, you just have those like I was in a very good space, but I was also I was on my exercise bike and I decided to listen to my music versus the music, music that the instructor was uh, had on because I was like I don't want to hear a playlist mm. and it was like certain songs that uh, from Christian artists that really ministered to me and I was just kind of I was um, it was playing from the TV but I was able to control it on my phone and I was just going to specific songs. And I was just flooded, like the Holy Spirit was just talking to me, and I was just flooded with just certain things. And immediately after my workout was done, I jumped off the bike and I went downstairs and I was telling Sylvester, and I just started just rattling off, mm-hmm. and he just sitting there looking at me like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, "Man, you don't even know what you just did, mm-hmm. like how it just jumped." Like mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, "So yeah." That just that just reminded me of. I know we we kind of gone away from ghosting, but that yeah. reminded me of something. <laughs> but that's a different yeah. kind of ghost. That's, that's the Holy a, Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. It's funny because I thought that when God. you first uh, when we first kind of diverted, <laughs> oh, I was like, right. the Holy Ghost. Right. That's the Holy Ghost. What if the episode were really about the Holy, Holy Ghost? Ghost. <laughs> ghosting. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it reminded me. I, me and Emma were having a conversation about prayer. And I was talking to him just about how we pray differently. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I'm very much a like loud arms in the air, tongues to the top of my lungs. It's funny because I saw you post that on social media Mm -hmm. and I was going to answer, but I didn't know how to answer because I feel like my prayer style changes based off of the, the, not the situation. I don't know, like not the situation, but almost like season. I don't know, like because I can't, I can't pinpoint him as how he prays. Excuse me, and I can't pinpoint how I pray because we sometimes we're opposite. Like I'll be loud and he'll be soft. He'll be soft and I'll be loud. You know, well, you know, yeah. So I was just saying, you really made me think about. I was like. It's, I actually we had never we had never thought about it before, yeah. but it's like I'm I'm very much that type of prayer. Mm-hmm. Like usually it's gonna start off mm-hmm. loud, and I may get quiet mm-hmm. eventually, or I may start quiet and then get loud. But at some point, mm-hmm. it's gonna be loud, right? Somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. In the mornings, I'm more of a talk to God type of person, and mm-hmm. some people would call that prayer, but I don't call prayer prayer unless I'm praying in tongues. Like, mm. unless tongues are involved, I ain't prayed mm. in my mind. And yeah. that may be different for different people. I, and, I understand, though. Yeah. In the morning on my way to work, I'm like, all right, God, this was happening. It's like a conversation. Right. But to me, that's like, I'm just talking to God. Right. I, I do think there's a difference. 
Yeah. What do you think the difference is? I think so whenever you just involve God in your everyday life, the mm-hmm. com- you know the conversation is just like yeah. my homegirl. Yeah. Well, I'm relationship. Not, but yeah. when I am yeah. praying, that's not a that's different. It's yeah. a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Denise. Because yeah. yeah, in the morning, it's just like this was happening at work. Jesus. Right. I'm gonna need such and such <laughs> and such my today. Spirit. Right. Right. It's yeah. very much a. Let me tell you what's going on. Right. Like this, the T Lord. <laughs> let me put you hit. <laughs> let me put you hit real quick so you can let me know what you want out of me because this is what I'm feeling. So tell me what to do. Emmett, completely opposite. Emmett, very quiet. I, me and Emmett were having this conversation. I was like, I don't feel like I've ever heard your tongues outside of a whisper. Like, even in the mornings when we pray together, like if we ride together in the car, if he calls me, we usually pray in the morning. It's very calm. Mm-hmm. It's very like, Heavenly Father, we come to you right now just thanking you for this day. <laughs> like, that's the vibe. I don't know why I heard it like, like his person. <laughs> but, but the funny thing is, I, isn't that like his personality, though? Because have y'all ever heard him yell? Never. <laughs> I've heard him I've heard him not yell, but I get forcefully excited. I've tell him. Zoe <laughs> to sit down. Yeah. I, I mean, but I've then it goes it. back there. Yeah, then it goes back <laughs> I mean, yeah. But all of that conversation led to a deeper conversation where we were like, man, I wonder, like, in couples, are there, like, most people opposites? Where there's one person who's very, like, forceful, and it's like, Satan, I ain't playing with you. You better get about this house. And the other person's like, Father God, just just deliver us from such and such and such. And I was like, I want to know, because is that normal? Or, like, what what's out there in the world? And so I did a poll. On social media. Interestingly enough, the results came back almost like 65, 67% of people are opposites. Mm -hmm. But that's not what shocked me. What shocked me was there was an overwhelming amount of people who say that they pray and they're with a significant other or a spouse that does not pray at all. Mm, That's Mm. a problem for me. And I mean, yeah, I know for some of us it may be a problem, but then I also realized there are people who get married as unbelievers. One becomes a believer during the marriage. The other person is like, I'm glad you're on that journey. A good example would be Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Kim was like, I'm glad that you got saved. That's true. But I'm not here for that. Mm -hmm. And it makes me wonder, like, where the Holy Ghost is concerned, like, when you are bringing the presence of God into your house. How is it that another person, like when we talk about it, jumping like that spirit is just there. How does that other person literally like perhaps ignore it or brush it off or just not engage with it? It really caused me to be curious. I think it's it's, there's a scripture and I will find it. But there are Christians who don't believe in the Holy Spirit or who don't include the Holy Spirit. That's not a thing for them. It's a ghost. You know, in their minds. And the word literally tells us, like, to be careful even when we're going back and forth with those kind of people who may be believers and believe in Jesus because they don't have that understanding in the revelation. So, unfortunately, that is the case. I'm going to look for that scripture, though. Yeah. I I can actually think of an instance where I was with this guy and I had gotten really, really sick. Um, And it was to the point where I had to, I eventually had to take myself um, I had went, of course, to see the doctors or whatever. But in the end, I remember taking myself back to my place. I had called, told the guy like I was not feeling good. Um, but I knew I could make it back to my place before, you know, he could even get there or whatever. Um, issue I had was the response. Like I remember when in that instance, that's when it really clicked for me where the approach to me being sick was not 
hey, let me pray for you. Let me go to God about this situation. Like, I believe God for your healing. It was more or less like, um, if you don't take care of this, you'll die. <laughs> kind of what? response. Oh, that's fear. Like, kind of, yeah. right, kind of response. And in that instance, I knew, I knew at that moment, I was like, no. I can't be with this person. Yeah, I could not. That's why I said, when you said it immediately, I was like, oh, I can't do that. Because it really brought me back to that place where it's like, not only just a, a guy that I'm pursuing, but friendships. Even in girlfriends, yeah. I need a group of women that, and I literally just went through something recently where I literally shot it over to my friends immediately and was like, hey, pray. I was like, just pray, you know? And so, and I I felt their prayers. And so my thing is like, I cannot, I can't have anybody around my circle who's not tapped at this point in my life. Tapped in. Yeah, who's not tapped in I can't do it because for me it's like now we're 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 not aligned and and another thing is I remember Ayana always says this you can't pour from an empty well if I'm the only person praying for you in the group like what happens when my prayer when I can I don't I can't iterate words you know I can't I can't articulate how I feel to God and and I've poured into you, but now it's time for you to pour into me and you have nothing to offer. Right. Like, that's a problem for me. So I, that will always be an issue regarding any kind of relationship. Like people and, you know, people who don't really have a relationship with God and I might be cool with you understand it's just me being cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing with me being, you know, immediately close to you to that level because we could never be there because I need I literally need people in my life that that are tapped in and tuned into God that can help me in situations when I can't help myself. Yeah. So I think I think that's important. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I found a scripture I just want to share really quickly. So it's actually first Corinthians um chapter two and verse fourteen and it says, but people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's spirit. It all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it for only those who are spiritual can understand what the spirit means. But there's another translation. I can't find it right now. So y'all have to play with the translations where it breaks it down, where it even says that those who are spiritual, meaning believers, also can't understand what the spirit means. And it's foolish to them. So it's no point in going back and forth with a person about it because literally they cannot comprehend that. Yeah. You know, it makes so much sense, though, because it's like we we're looking at it like, oh, it's it's just relationship. But another thing that it is, is it's communication. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a, it is another like, it's a heavenly language. It's, it mean, literally said that to me when I was like, I can't hear your tongues. You need to be loud so I can hear your tongues. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he, he's going to interpret them. And she is saying, Lord. <laughs> And he legit said to me, this me talking to God. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, this is intimate conversation. That's that's crazy. The crazy thing is a lot of times that people are talking. So there's some people that can interpret, but there, I mean, sometimes I'm hearing people talking to us. I can't understand what they saying, but I I can respect it. Right. You know, and not, you know, if they're in their moment, I ain't going to, my spirit ain't going to disrupt it. Right. But But I've been around people. your spirit bears witness. That's the other thing that I've realized though is having the holy ghost the holy spirit whatever we want to call it that it bears witness spirit to spirit and there's another scripture in the word that says test the spirit by the spirit Spirit, that's true and there are times when you can hear a person who's who's perceived to be speaking in tongues and your spirit is like no absolutely not they say she rode up in a honda no baby that's a car <laughs> tell and me who shot, who shot two oh pop, my, that's a rap oh my god that's new that's new 
Y'all are not going to do this right now. Y'all are not. Tell who Tupac. No. Or the Lion King. Hey, What I mean, say that. Yo, can see it all. Him why are y'all doing this? <laughs> it means no words. That's what it is. Oh, boy. But saying that to say, even when you are praying and you're trying to get a non-believer or another person to, like, feel the presence, it makes sense that if they're actively saying, I don't receive that, you can't push it on them. Yeah. They won't receive it. Yeah. You know? That's so. anything. You can't push nothing on nobody. But, Yeah. All right. Anything else to add before we close? Nah, we done flipped and dipped, but I like it. I know. I know. If you ain't catch one of them it ghosts, went from one, it went from one ghost to the other. I know. What's your problem? Okay. So pick a ghost. Right. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for tuning in today <laughs> from wherever you are. Um, if you want to check out more episodes, be sure you're following us on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, google play all the ones and subscribe to our podcast leave us a review we like those too um be sure to connect with us on social media at save girl secrets on facebook and instagram at save girl secret no s on twitter until next time we love you good god bless you love and peace bye, bye.